When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, here's some of the deals that we got going on at Solace Meds throughout the entire month of October. Dixie Gummies, 25% off. Solace Bars, 25% off. New Solace Sticks, those are brand new. 25% off. Mile High Extractions, also 25% off. You can get Summit for 25% off. And 1906 Drops, also for 25% off. They've also got Halloween specials going on. When we get to Halloween, October 30th, October 31st, the entire store, you can buy three, get one free on any product. October 31st on Halloween, get a goodie bag with a purchase of $50 or more. Of course, when you stop into any of the four Solace Meds locations, they got one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, one blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Drop the code DNVR20, get 20% off your entire purchase every single time. Also get a free Solace bar or King Cone as well. Again, valid at any of those four Colorado locations. Oh, the best losers lounge ever. Oh man, I can't wait. What is up, everybody? And welcome into a losers lounge. Both look good. Shake that off. winners and losers. Honestly, the winner is us because it did not go to overtime. Also, the winner is that that was a wildly entertaining preseason game. I am very hyped. I'm very pumped up. To share it all with you, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMBR when you sign up. Ignore Dev. He's off his game this year. He bet an over on a preseason game number one. First guys, of the year. You guys uh, took me out of my element. You know, I'm a gamer. <laughs> that that wasn't a game. That's, you know, that's a good point. A point. So it, just, it makes it a real tough. You're like but, Zeke Naji at Summer League. But that should have went over. If you look at it, you know, a lot of things should have went their way. Uh, <laughs> if I squint. Yeah, and then it was it was just it was awkward. It was weird. I don't know what to tell you. I apologize. You shouldn't have bet on preseason. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to warn you up front, to be honest. I'm also joined over here by my man Vote. Feels like a winner's lounge. It does feel was, like a winner's lounge. We, we identified some stuff to watch for. Those things looked good. Those while things watching. looked incredible, man. This was a fun one. I mean, look, I'm I'm a I love basketball. Nice. I really love basketball. I love watching the Nuggets. We've been a while without it, you know, and it was a much-needed break. But tonight, getting to watch the team together again, it's just like it felt good, man. It felt good. And getting to see Michael Porter, getting to see Bones Ooh. Highland, getting to see even Bull Bull. Even Bull Bull impressed me tonight. We're going to talk about him. You know, all it, it just was it, it just was great. So everybody, give us your, your comments. Give us your feedback in the uh, chat. We want to hear what you guys are thinking. <laughs> so good to be back. But I'm going to start asking you, Dev. Where do you want to start? What is the standout to you? I just mentioned to me what two, at least two of the big standouts. What, what was your big standout from this one? I thought that it was just going to be a game that uh, that I didn't care much about. Like I thought it was just going to be fun. I didn't think there would be like real storylines that I wanted to pay attention to, nice. and I, I really did pay attention to like the point guard battle. I really I didn't think that like much of it going into the game because it seemed so solidified, um, and it's just still the preseason, but. Bones Island, like he's fun yeah. and he, and he's productive and he seems like he should be on the team and actually playing. And I really didn't think much of it going into the 
into the game. I was just like, maybe he plays in the, in the G League this year. Maybe he doesn't. We'll see. Are you with me? You're elevating. I, I said I was a two, like two out of ten chance that he plays. And then on this very pregame show, I said I'm up to a six. Where are you at? I'm at about an eight. Whoa! <laughs> I'm at about Deb, I was eight. not you expecting that. Remember when he laughed at me yeah, at, the pre, at the pregame yeah. show? Yeah, it I took do. one preseason. You're back on. Huge, yeah. I said that's just a huge thing. Like, he can play. Jump. He can play, and and he he really looks like he belongs, and that's just yes. like that. I think that's what the difference is because. Um, the Nuggets, like point guards right now, they're still trying to find out like what they are, who they are, and they're going to need to score the basketball. And he can do that. Right. And he also can pass the ball and set guys up. So I didn't think that I was going to be so into can he actually play? And I've I seen tonight that he can actually play. You know, it's funny you brought up passing the ball. I thought his first few possessions, he forced it oh, yeah. as a playmaker. Some bad passes early on. Then, like, the fourth time he takes it to the rack, he goes, oh, that's right, I'm I'm bones. And he just goes, <laughs> he tries to score, and from there, falls into things, looks a little more natural for him. Again, I mean, you scale this up from Summer League, right? It's that much more competitive. This is a guy who's looking ahead of the curve just in terms of comfort on the court, right? He could have looked, like those first few possessions, he could have looked that way all night. And we would have said, hey, it's his first first action. Give him a break. But again, he's looked more comfortable than expected. And you, you combine that with everything you hear from players to coaches to front office. Sounds like the Nuggets got another player. I mean, this is like how many years in a row do you say, like, how did this guy fall to what was Whoa. it, 26 this year? Yeah. And you look at him and you're just like, there are not 26 guys. I know this is early. I'm going to pump the brakes on some of the hype, you know, but. How there's not 26 guys that just have a better feel, a better shot, a better uh, just ability to score, and that's what stands out to me tonight. Is look, this is a preseason game. It doesn't mount for that much, and the the quality of talent that was on the court for the Clippers tonight was was pretty low, as True. it was for Denver. True. You know, when you think about the guys that were missing, but he just he he did things tonight that you're like, yeah, he belongs out on the court there. He can get to the, his shot, his handle. Was at was too as as advertised. Like he had a couple just like nice moves where you're like, he's quick, huh? He is quick. So here's what I would say about him. We talked about in the preseason or or in the summer league game. There was that one game where everybody kind of looked to him, and it was like, okay, that's a unique thing. You don't always see that. Tonight, what I saw was Luke Kennard, who's been in the league for a while, and Bones Highland being like, oh my god, this guy is like scrub. Who is Luke? this dude? Yeah, like, Luke every Kennard? time he would get him, it was like, this is my chance. Like to see a, a young player and, and a rookie feel like he has a mismatch, a mismatch in the NBA, yeah. like in his first chance of seeing guys. Like you see that early on and he, he catches on. He's going to start like start studying like guys right. and, and how to actually beat them and get to his spots. So like this is just all like instinct that he's going off of right now. He hasn't even picked you know picked up like guys' tendencies or anything like that. True. So for him to get out there and just score at will and to just belong, like he let the he let the whole uh, team in, in in minutes today because Malone just he's excited to have him out there. He's excited <laughs> to just see him play. Um, and we talked about it before the game. Like, do we think he's going to play a lot? How many minutes do we expect? He leads the uh, the Nuggets in in, in minutes. He shoots the ball when, like with confidence. He's not just selfish with the ball at that. Like it just, he looks, he looks comfortable. And I actually thought for a lot of that fourth quarter, that last play in exception, we'll get to it. But you talked about wanting to see. Now it wasn't the starters or anything, but do they look to bones? Kind of felt that way. Yeah, kind of felt that way in those final minutes. Now that last possession was something different. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just kind of got that draw to him, doesn't he? 
He's got it, man. I mean, he's just got a lot of that. And look again, I'm so. Here's what I would say. I don't know what Michael Malone's plan was with Bones Highland in this preseason. I don't know if he was like, okay, there's so many guys were out tonight. Bull Bull even played a lot of minutes tonight. So I don't know. I'm now curious if on Wednesday we do get Will Barton back, we do get Nikola Jokic into the lineup. I'm curious, like, is Bones playing zero minutes? Is he playing seven minutes? Is he playing 20? Is he playing 30 again? I'm curious because I want to see it. He's just got so much talent and so much promise. And this is what we've enjoyed. The people that are watching, you know, that are watching this show, this is the diehards. We're preseason. We're preseason, and it is 11.20 in Denver time. The 300 diehards right now. Here's what the people in in, in the chat right now have uh, experienced every year, and I hope you don't take it for granted excitement for the future like that we're in the present right the nuggets have a chance to win the the championship now but it's just so cool that another again you get a new player in the pipeline that you're like man this guy could be just about anything he's got that kind of talent and you know we've talked about how they've managed to sort of like rebuild and contend at the same time at times but for the last three sort of steps of the way they've also had that kind of card up their sleeve whether it be bowl or bones or for briefly it was porter now he's a part of the core, but it, you're right. The Nuggets fans have had so many different things to latch on to at once, and Bones kind of fits the bill right in line with RJ Hampton last year of, okay, there's what's in front of us now, and that's exciting, but I'm even excited for what might be next, if not now. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Bones living up to the hype. I, and it, You know what's funny? It's not just Nuggets fans or analysts. I mean, I think everybody's kind of starting to be like, hey, Bones, this guy's kind of good. He's got some shit to him. I don't know if you guys saw. I certainly saw on Twitter all, all the media members uh, in L.A. Bones was shushing the crowd after that <laughs> technical free throw, and it was catching some eyes. He's he's, he's not got a afraid flare, of the moment. He's got a flair oh. for the dramatic, too, which is which is always fun. Um, Second standout. I'll just go ahead and throw it out. Michael Porter tonight, there was a moment to open this game. He It felt like he didn't touch the ball for the first three minutes, and we're kind of like – you know, we talked last year about sometimes when he's on the court with Yoke or Murray, it just feels like he's such a low usage player. First three minutes of the game, Paul doesn't find him. Two and a half minutes after that, he had 16 points. Like, he puts up buckets so quickly and so effortlessly. How do you evaluate his night tonight, Dev? I mean, we already, like, we've already seen a quarter quarter. A quarter quarter, quarter a yeah. A quarter quarter. And it's the first game. It was the first it was quarter, the first actually. Quarter. It was the first quarter. And that was, like, with him, like, just calm. Like, right. he's just calm, under control. Nothing is forced. Even if it is forced, it's a good shot because it's, nothing is forced. Like, he he's a gamer. That, that's a guy that could come out and just shoot the hell out of the ball, and then you have nothing else that you can do because you can't block his shot. You can't o- overplay him. And we saw differences with him today. He, he caught what differences? The ball. Yeah, he did he catch the, the ball he and, and went catch. up for easy like finish. He's tried to like create off of the dribble, so he had a few dunks that we haven't seen, like right. him creating off the dribble for himself. Um, and that has to be like his confidence going up. Like, okay, I can I can do other things as well as just like I can shoot the hell out of the ball whenever I want to. But also these other things like open up different parts of my game. He didn't even play a lot, and he gets to 23 points today. Like, so if this is a real game where he's getting his like real allotment of minutes, he goes for 35, right. 30 points easily. And I agree with the chat. I mean, hardly the NBA Finals tonight, but. I actually thought the handle looked relatively better. I really did. I thought there were a couple moments where he snuck it through some windows that he usually doesn't, where he fumbles the ball, especially some some catches he caught where, you know, he catches it low and you're so used to that getting stripped or he bobbles it. Looked a little bit better tonight. Now, you know, check ourselves. It's just the first game of the preseason, but I thought I thought he looked much more comfortable. 
I have this thing with Porter. My expectations for him are so high, guys. Yeah. Where he walks out of a game like that, and I go, eh, I thought he could have done better. <laughs> and then you check the, 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 the stats, and I'm telling you. More points than minutes. And how many times in his short career has that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like yeah. that, either the same or more points than minutes, and you just go. And, and the whole time you're sitting there going, oh, he's still got to figure this out. He's still got to figure that out. And then I, you just got to stop yourself. You go, is that the difference between greatness or is that the difference between something beyond? Because where he starts is just how many guys fill it up like that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He puts him up a Porter quarter indeed. Um, and, you know, we were watching today on NBA League Pass, by the way. So pro tip at home, we weren't sure where it was going to be. It was available. We didn't even have to do the illegal stream through Russia or whatever, Belarus. We were able just to, to watch it on League Pass, which means, I believe, I can't say for certain, but I think we will have it on Wednesday as well. So at the DNVR bar, we think we'll be able to watch this one here. That's a soft pitch. That's a soft come pitch. Come on down and maybe watch certain, But we would love to see you if, you if you do want to come out and watch the game with us. But um, So that's just a pro tip. You can watch it there. But his handle, there was the move in the open court and the feed that we had mm. on League Pass. I missed it because it looked like he made a great open court move. But I don't know. So that would be that would have been a thing where if I saw it, I'd be like, okay, there's there's an improved handle. But no, he puts up points. He he put him up very very effortlessly, and I thought he looked fantastic tonight um, in his limited minutes. And that was without Yoke. The one thing I'll say about Porter that I think gets overlooked because we talk about handle and move and like what does he have? He's a really good off ball scorer. Mm -hmm. This is why it's so interesting that he worked out with Steph Curry this year because a lot of times you think about okay, he's got to add this because it's one on one. In the Nuggets offense, he's going to be alongside Murray and Yoke. That's where the ball's going to be a lot anyway. So the more he can score running around screens and this or that or cuts, yes. the better. And tonight, I can't evaluate the handle that much because I didn't feel like there was that many one-on-one -on -one sure, moves. Sure. But there was just a lot of like, oh, yeah, you got open off ball really right. well there and then just drained it because that's what you do. So I, I thought that was the most – those quotes. Obviously, Harrison Wynn wrote that great piece on the DNVR.com today talking about Steph and MPJ's workouts. But – that that's the thing that Mike takes away, right? It's not all oh, the shots so amazing. It's oh, like I can be doing more as an elite shooter. I can, I don't have to just stand there and space the floor. Stay in constant movement. Now, it wasn't some of that's intuition, and it, it's like a learned thing. There were a couple of times where I saw Porter really try to be active in some possessions, and it was like, all right, where are you going? But I still like that instinct. He doesn't have to just stand there and wait for it. He can make himself a threat at all times. And just because a guy might be a little stronger than you, more physical than you, you can still tire them out. I thought we saw some inklings of that tonight, and it's a great path for him to start going down. I don't think that there's any better person in the world for him to like learn from than Steph Curry. Like He's an unselfish superstar. And um, MPJ is like a guy that's just trying to figure it out. And I can't wait till he actually speaks on it. Maybe we see it in the curious mic or if he just actually goes <laughs> right. out and talks about it. But I know that there's like conversations around Curry saying you can score the ball by like in yep. easier ways by doing these small things yep. that you already have. Yep. Right. Then he's like, you already have the size. You already have the body that I don't have. Right. So I like, think about if you add these like type of things, that's the type of people that you need Michael Porter Jr. around because he's not a selfish player like he, he really isn't. And I think that I a agree. Lot of times, yep. His, his, the mindset is that that's what he is. That's like what the idea is. That right. He is that type point. of person. So for him to be around Curry, like, and to hear it, like, I think the biggest thing that he takes away from, like, working out with Curry is confidence. Yeah. You now have that type of confidence where it's like, okay, I don't have to go out there and just score every single time, but also I could, I can get buckets in, in easier ways, in different ways. And 
this is the best shooter of all time like putting their trust into me and, and also working out with me so i think that's like the best thing that could have happened to him yeah i agree it's interesting with curry because Porter's good enough that Curry should be able to see Michael Porter coming. Like sometimes guys will work out with a rookie or a second year player and it's like whatever, but Porter's like a pretty established, not quite established as an all-star, but he's a good enough player that it's he interesting. He won MVP at Steph's camp twice. Yeah. So I know they have that relationship. He's on that radar already. Yeah. yeah. But, and I know they have that relationship, but it is just kind of interesting where it's like Steph teaching him tricks that might end up eliminating Steph from the playoffs. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just kind of interesting. But like Yoke having DeAndre Ayton over for workouts. I bet that happens at some point. Yoke? Ah, I, don't, I can't no, see Yoke extending. No, I can't see Yoke extending the invite, but Eaton would be my guess of who it goes to. Yeah, uh, Yoke will invite people to the racetrack. He'll invite, <laughs> yeah. not, Let's know. have a beer. Eaton's <laughs> gonna be like, I want to know your secret. What do you do in the offseason? Like, I ride my horse. Right. I just, I don't know, man. I drink <laughs> beer. It's fun. Um, let's get to Aaron Gordon because he was the I'm, other. He was, can't wait. He was the last guy for me that I feel like. There's some other guys we're gonna talk about in segment two, but he's the last one to me that I'm like, yeah, really pop tonight. What we've heard out of camp is that the explosiveness was there, and and that's where he looked at the confidence in his shot, whatever, but that he really looks healthy. I didn't fully buy it, just because this is the type of thing. Everybody looks healthy coming into camp. You get a couple weeks off, you look healthy. Tonight, he was jumping through people. His athleticism, his spring, his first step, there were so many of those things that just popped tonight. He really, really, really stood out to me, just from a health standpoint. Yeah, this summer... Uh if you like watch all of like the highlights of like the big runs, Aaron Gordon like snuck into those highlights. Like yeah. he's in the background or he has a player too. Like this is a guy that I think that this this summer was about him remembering who he was. Like mm. I think he comes into the Nuggets organization and they put him in like a defensive guy and you know like he's buying into those type of things, which that that's a culture guy that you need around. But also, you know, this is a guy that has scored um, in this league. And, and he's played with the best of them. So I think this is about making sure that he gets back to that. And we've seen that to start the game out. Although he wasn't, like, super, like, um, scoring, like, with Will, he was aggressive. And he was like, I can score, too. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm one of those guys. Um, so, like, he comes out in this game, and he's he's trying to score. He's shooting it confidently. He's moving. I he, think he had the he first gets, three shots of the game. He also gets, like – I, that has to be his best highlight with the Nuggets is the dunk on. Like dunk. that's what we've been waiting for. That's yep. what everybody's been waiting. I it's know he's point. been waiting. Yeah, that's a for. great point. So I know that like even though this is preseason, they're going to say that's the Aaron Gordon that we need because it's not going to be that hard when you're next to Jokic. It's not going to be that hard when Michael Porter Jr. is hot as well and the defense is not only focusing on you because that had to be the game plan tonight. You look at their roster, you're like, okay, Aaron Gordon has to be a guy that we're going to be on and stuff like that, but. When, in the regular season, he's not going to have that type right. of focus. So it's easier baskets. And if your confidence is up, you're going to have a quick 12 points like that. This is one of those things I think you can take away from a preseason game and feel comfortable projecting. Physically, he just looked much better. Yep. And that was my number one thing that I was excited to see coming into this game. We talked about that on the pregame show. That first move, he looked really quick. It wasn't just the dunk, but we had blowing by guys, which was a very laborious process last year, like a lumbering utility tight end at times, now looking a little more like an ultra athlete. That's really, really exciting. Um, the, the three, like that first three of the game was smooth. I still think every time this guy takes a three, it's going to look a little different. Right, you know, it's, right, it's, right. it's hard to inspire confidence for me in that way. But the, the physicality, how athletic he looked, that's really exciting stuff. Yeah, I loved it. I loved what I saw from him tonight. And now I'm I'm 
the athleticism, I'm more excited to see it once you pair it with Jokic now. Yes. Because that's the thing about Aaron Gordon is I'm not worried about him creating shots for himself or his three or this or that. Like once Denver gets, you know, Murray especially, but Murray Barton Porter, Gordon's points are, are a shoe in. But the athleticism, they absolutely need that, and he looked like a guy that could be athletically dominant as we want him to be. Let's take our first break. On the other side, we're going to play Rate the Highlight. We're going to talk about Bowl Bowl. We're going to talk about Jeff Green, Jamichael Green. Who else do we have to get to tonight? Uh, Monte Morris, P.J. Dozier. P.J. Dozier probably should have been a first segment guy, but yep. we'll get to him in the second segment. That's all right. All the Nuggets are good again. All the Nuggets are good again. Hey, Nuggets basketball is back. So let's talk about that Nuggets beer from Breckenridge Brewery. I'm talking about Mile High City Copper Lager. You might see it in that sleek blue can. It's got the Nuggets logo right on there. So sleek. You know you can get that at the DNVR bar, but you could also go to the uh, Breck Beer Locator. Tell it where you live. Tell it that's what you're looking for. Uh, believe it or not, it's going to tell you where to go. What a tool. How convenient is that? Uh, one of the best ways you can support us right now is by supporting our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Remember that farmhouse is open, socially distanced, beautifully set up. For outside dining, if you're still more comfortable at home, you can order that curbside pickup from 12 to 8 p.m. You can also get beer delivered to you on the Drizzly app or head to the nearest grocery store. Remember, order delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able. Call 303-803-1380. From 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. Use code DNVR when you do. You'll save $5 with our friends at Breck Brew. We have more friends this year, though, guys. New friends, you might even say. Uh, I found myself back at that DNVR tailgate outside of Empower Field on Sunday. What a time. What a spot. What a location. Uh, You got all the Breck beer you need, but you also, once you've paid in, it's all-you-can-eat sexy pizza at every Broncos tailgate. What is sexy pizza, you ask? Well, with 13 years in the Denver community, Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets. Hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. Choose your own adventure with their wide range of toppings or try one of their signature philanthro pies. That sounds like a mouthful, but it's about something pretty cool. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. What's a better way to support us than by supporting our partners who are, in turn, supporting the nonprofits of Colorado. Check out Sexy Pizza. Make sure you stop by that tailgate on Sundays. I love it. Guys, Bones is gonna, <laughs> Bones is spitting some fire in the postgame. We're going to have Harrison Wins, by the way, is right now speaking with Bones. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the third segment. Uh, and I, I have a feeling he's going to be, he might be knocking uh, Will Barton off of the perch of best postgame quote. We might have a new reverend in town, competing reverend. I can't wait. Dude, this kid's such an instant hit. <laughs> He's such a, he is such an instant hit. Everyone man. is rooting for him. All right. Everyone on earth is rooting for Bones Highland right now. It's actually really great. Um, all right. I want to talk about PJ Dozier. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some more nuggets here as we kind of evaluate him. Only 22 minutes from him tonight, but he gets 12. Listen to the stat line, guys. 12 points, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks in 22 minutes. He did everything. This is the PJ Dozier that the Nuggets need. A guy that doesn't just like, oh, he knocked down shots or he played some defense. A guy that just does a little bit of everything. That's when P.J. Dozier is at his absolute best. I thought this was a very good performance from him tonight. He was a standout in the first half. Yeah, Dozier is a utility guy that just brings everything to the team, and they need that that type of guy. Um, it's hard to like actually game plan for a guy like that because you just never know what to expect from him, and I think that's what makes him a lot different um, than the other guys. He can score. Um, and has the confidence to score. Um, he can set guys up, big body, so he defends at like a high level. Um, he, he's a guy that the Nuggets are going to need as a playmaker, and it was great to see him just get in and, and, and play some minutes and then get out of there and not you know go through that injury bug that we already know comes with him. Um, 
this is about getting him healthy, but also getting him that rep and, and those minutes. And it, it was good for Malone to talk about him before the before the game and just say how much he believes in him because Dozier is a guy that they're really going to have to count on a lot of the nights, especially on that defensive end of the, of the floor. So it, it's great to just see him like play with that type of composure. I feel like there's a lot of Malone guys on the roster yeah. right now. Bones Absolutely. is a, a Malone guy. And Dozier's a Malone guy. Faku's a Malone guy. Yep. Even some of the guys that you might not think would be because of archetype, Who? he seems to be taking a liking to Bones. I mean, I man, I'm not saying I would think he's a, like an anti-Bones guy or whatever. I'm just saying the way he's taken on to him so quickly and really like literally putting his arm around yeah, him. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I wouldn't have guessed it. But you're right, man. There's a ton of there's a ton of Mullen players. How do you roster. feel about Dozier tonight? I thought he was excellent. I really did. He was my standout other than Porter. Uh the shot looked really smooth. And like you can get get yourself in some trouble looking at preseason games being like Oh, the shot's there this year. But <laughs> it did look much smoother than it has in the past. Defensively, he can make some mistakes, but more often than not, if you're glued to him on that side of the ball, you're going to be impressed. And I thought tonight he had a pretty good understanding of when to call his own number, when when to push that button, when not. Sometimes when PJ gets going, it can be a little bit of a runaway train. But I just thought... um Where's Eric, if you're watching? I thought he looked composed tonight, fellas. <laughs> Very composed. Very composed. Uh, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I told you guys this a while back. I'm so high on P.J. Dozier like as a player. I'm glad Michael Malone is as well. But I was surprised that people were a little more, you know, like tempered expectations with him. Because I really, to me, he's a guy that is like a breakout candidate. And I don't know if breakout's the right word because I don't know that the numbers will ever pop. But he's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised was in people's like top seven, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's a clear shoe-in to be a playoff rotation guy. Well, I think a lot of guys were really high on P.J., and then some folks like myself found value in pushing back a little. You don't want to put the, I, what is it, the Look cart in front of the horse back, man. or whatever. It back. Is this what it is? No, no, I'm not. I'm hey, you I, hate P.J. I'm, I'm, standing, I'm standing by it that I'm a let's, let's wait and see, right. but I'm waiting to see what I saw tonight. Are you waiting to see on bowl, our bones, or are we no, seen enough? I don't, there's We've no waiting enough. for bones. I don't what know. about Michael Porter? Have we seen enough? I've seen it. I've seen enough since I saw him play three on three in Utah four years ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. But the thing with with Dozier that makes it hard not to back you know back up on him is because the things that you don't like about him, there's there's games that he doesn't show it. Like he doesn't go and just jack every single shot tonight. So it's hard to be down on a guy when he's just playing within the offense and then it comes to him and he shoots. When he gets to just taking like unnecessary shots or he's taking shots not in the flow of the offense. That's when he stands out, but when he's not standing out and he's just doing everything else, it becomes easy. So this was a game that uh, there wasn't a lot of pressure on him. Um, he played within the flow, and that's what you like to see. Then also the shots fail, so it, yeah. it makes it easy for him. Yeah, for sure. He knocked down a couple of three, a pair of threes. Yeah, if he could go two of four, two of five from three every night, then, yeah, he's like a phenomenal player. The other guy who I think deserves special mention tonight is Bol Bol. And because, you know, look, I'm pretty critical of Bull and how he plays. And even tonight, there were some classic Bullisms where it's like a guy gets a wide open dunk at the rim or something. And you're like, yeah, it's clearly Bull's rotation or whatever. But I was actually very impressed with him tonight because I felt like he, for the most part, had great engagement, played with a lot of energy and intensity and wasn't necessarily trying. To, sometimes he makes the highlight plays and you're like, oh, we like this, but then nothing else. Tonight, I felt like the highlight plays still were there. There were two or three of them. We'll get to them and rate the highlight. But uh, but more, it was just like it seemed like he was playing the role that he knows he needs to be in. That was so encouraging. Five block shots tonight. Defensively, 
it felt like he was all over the court tonight, and he kind of is all over the court with how long he is. I just thought this was a very strong outing. We've had better highlight games from Bull, yes. but this was more in line with the type of per- game that is going to earn Bull minutes. And last thing I'll say, and I'll throw it to you, Dev, I think it's noteworthy that he got in t- into this game tonight before Zeke Naji, mm-hmm. before Vlako Chantra. I'm not saying he's ahead of those guys in the depth chart, but at least tonight he got a lot of run earlier than those guys. I truly do think that um, the Nuggets organization, wants, like they want to believe in Bull. And I think that's why it was my biggest standout. I think he was amazing tonight. He was your biggest standout. I really do, because okay. if you amazing. just look wow. back at when he, he was played really in good. the past, he, was really good. he had turnovers. So there was the yeah. two travels, which he he feels – I feel like he does – there's not a game until he travels. Like, if <laughs> yeah, he's in there, true. he's going to travel. He also had, like, two offensive, like, charges, but he didn't get down on himself. Right. Like, and that was, like, the big thing for me, because he usually is, mo- like, moping – He's not playing defense. Right. The energy is down. He's you know, he's just he's just out there. And tonight he wasn't just out there. I feel like he was a part of the team for the, like the first time. He's he's blocking shots. They're getting they're making sure they give him the ball on offense. He's breaking away from the offense and trying to make things happen. Um, he's getting to the free throw line because I feel like he gets fouled every single time that he tries to score. Um, there was highlight plays. He does plays. get fouled a lot, yeah. man. He, every there time was he highlight shoots. plays on both sides of the, uh, of the court and also, he's just so long that he like guys are missing layups at the rim just because he can't alter True. them. There was there was a yep. few times it looked like yep. he, it looked like he was goaltending on blocks. <laughs> like the other team was like, "What is this?" And those are the type of plays that you want him to happen. So he was like one of my biggest standouts because he was a different Bo Bo, and they challenged him for for Michael Porter Jr. to be like a guy that's like practically the same age and to challenge him and to kind of call him out. You know, end up like off season like. These are the things he needs to do to get better or how he's going to get playing time. And then everyone else to back that. And he doesn't, you know, go against them. He, like, embraces it. That was big for Bobo, and I think that's where um, the change comes from him. So for to see him come out into the preseason, play, uh, like, over guys, that means that he really has bought in lately. Um, because, like, talent-wise, he's better than those guys. He really is. Yeah. Yeah, it does kind of feel like, you know, Bo was active in Summer League when the ball was coming his way. Like, he was active in filling up the points per game column. Tonight felt a little more like if a little Malone was in his ear out there, right? We don't. This isn't your showcase to go get all these shots up, but can you showcase an eagerness, uh, a desire on defense? There are still plenty of things to put. Like, he is the first ever, you know, there's like 3 and D guys, catch and shoot guys. How about catch and travel center size power <laughs> forwards? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he's still got to work on that a little bit. You know, the rebounding is not great for his size. And it's, it's look, defensively, you can get him out in space. It, all it takes is one well-timed cross at times. But all the same, like his, his commitment to playing hard tonight all the way through was pretty encouraging. I, I thought Bull, you know, it's a contained thing, but I thought Bull did his job tonight. Yeah, he had a great his hands. He had one like a block shot off the backboard where he like grabs it out of midair. So ball ricochets off the backboard and he grabs it to stop it and then dunks it. And it was just like, man, this guy's so talented. The guy's that tall. Usually can't pet catch underhand tosses, you know, like, yeah, right, like fumble right. it. And he catches the craziest one handed. It's impressive. He also did the silliest thing of the night. That was my favorite thing of the night. He tried to dunk that. That outlet pass oh, off yeah, the yeah. bounce, which is awesome. He also like let a free throw. Like the guy just got the free, like the the rebound, and yeah. he usually gives up on that, and they go and score, and then he has to go to the bench. But 
They go get the rebound. He like sets him up like, okay, go up. I dare you to go up. And then goes and blocks, blocks it off the, the backboard. It, yeah. That's the difference like from Bobo like last year into right now. Like right. he's like, okay, I made a mistake. Let's like make up for it instead of like, oh man, we already know what's about to happen now. Right. Yeah, I was I was impressed with Bobo. Is there anybody else that impressed you tonight that maybe I didn't bring up? The 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 pass the uh, first off the connection from yes. Baku Great Baku point. and Bones that's like a real connection which is I think that's critical because if you are going to be playing we like I feel like Bones is going to play alongside someone Faku. or oh, yeah, you think it's Faku well I I do think it'd be somebody like that just like has to generate the offense and make sure it goes through him because he's not going to be able to bring it up and take a lot of the shots I think they're going to need him to score. Um, so it just kind of makes sense for it to be Faku because he's a guy that he, he doesn't have to shoot every single time. Right. He can set everybody else up. So that, that for that connection to like be there, no one else is making that pass. Like I really don't. No one else, see, sexy no one else pass. is trying that pass. First off, he had Zeke on the right. That is a straight zip pass that he could have took. He not goes, fun. Yeah, but he not goes cool and does it. Uh, like a, like puts English Bowling, on the pass. Uh, like he goes and catches it, and then. Um, Bones is just such a creative finisher that he's like, okay, that that was that was a wild pass. Like, I gotta go finish. I know he's gonna talk about it. Like, he has to talk about it after. But that like that's just a play that I think is just incredible. Faku's not like making his shots right now, but he's still like you know being involved and trying to like make those type of plays. And I think that connection is fun. The, not, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, it does stand out. O of six from the field. O yes. of five from three. So once again, not just the shots not going down, but also the shot profile. But you know what? It's it's Faku. I mean that that stuff will matter in the regular season. Should you see those numbers? But tonight, I mean, whatever. I was just going to point out that other pass and that connection is kind of the MPJ thing that Faku does. Where he goes, all right, you stay right there in the wing. Don't move. I'm going to go over here, and then he does the one-handed yeah, yeah. slinger Slingers. across the perimeter. Uh, I love Faku, man. I don't know if anyone knew that. <laughs> we, we knew it. Well, um, Jamichael Green maybe stood out. You could say. I mean, he had the poster dunk. This guy's a better dunker than people realize, man. He had the poster dunk. Um, and by the way, this will sh show up more in our preview series. Wait, was that Jeff Green or Jermichael Green? Jeff Green. That was Jeff Green with you the poster. You said yeah, yeah. just now. Yeah, Jeff Green. Man, Jeff Green. Tough. It's Jeff Green. It's the I don't Jay Green. It. It it's tough. Off. Just Jay ESPN Green. is confused. Yeah. Jeff Green playing center, and that was in a pick and roll situation where he goes up and get and catches a body. Who? What body was it? Do you remember? Was it Hartenstein? It was Hartenstein, yes. Was it like Hartenstein yes. Did Aaron Gordon get Hartenstein, too, on the alley-oop? Uh, I, I think that one was for sure Hartenstein. I'm not sure about the other one. It'll show up Hart. here in just a second. But uh, Jeff Green is a is a power dunker, guys. Like this is the, He's 34, and he still does. He still has that kind of bounce in him, man. It's he kinda, did not look 34 on he that. He does job. not. 34 is old, you know, for Basketball an NBA years? player, yeah. and he's still catching bodies, man. Um so maybe he stood out in a bad way. Monte Morris looked really rough tonight. We we knew that he kind of had a uh, summer where it doesn't sound like he is in as maybe not as as great a shape as he has been in the past, or you know a little banged up over the summer. So he's getting healthy. Off to a slow start. Oh, five shooting tonight, and I just thought he looked a little rough. Didn't, yeah, didn't look too and one thing to like think about with him and and PJ is they haven't played five on five basketball right. in yeah. a very long time. So like that was them trying to like shake the rust off too. Um, when you take it, you know, when you take a long time off, and then you have to just step into um, a setting where you're going against other NBA guys that have worked on their game like all summer, that that's like kind of rough, especially with the speed of the game and things like that. So I'm not gonna knock it entirely. Um, he also like ran the offense. He got you know others involved uh, because he knew the shot wasn't falling and he couldn't get anything to go in. So I think you just kind of have to shake that off. 
I don't really have any notes on Austin Rivers. I'm looking at the box score here, and he was a plus 11, which is the second best on the team for whatever that is worth. Um, he played 18 minutes, but I didn't. I didn't think that anything really stood out, good or bad. Just glad he's not hurt. That's my oh, big Austin that, Rivers that stood out. Away. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Took a really nasty spill in that second quarter, I believe, and he thought for sure it looked like a non-contact torn Achilles, and it turned out to be nothing. <laughs> I think too, Austin Rivers, like you're gonna get these nights, right? Like we've talked about the the fun side of it, and like the big quarters and how he can be an explosive sort of end of bench piece also still an end of bench piece. So there will be these quiet nights as well. And that's okay. You know, so long as he's defending and doing his job. Should we take our last break on the other side? We'll talk to wind and we'll do rate the highlight. I thought it got kind of breezy. It here. did get yeah. kind of breezy in here. He just walked back in. So let's hit a break here. Uh, that means you get to do the ad reads dude, before he gets sick. in. That's, that's so sick, sick man. Dude. And then we're going to have our wind chimes. Uh, so you guys, have you guys heard that Ball's been practicing diversity and inclusion for years while other major companies just talked about it as workplace idealism? This is where you guys say, what do you mean? And what, then do you, I say, what do you mean by their that? Their culture of belonging has been noticed by the human rights campaign. They have a corporate equality index score of 100%. So objectively, your background, whatever that may be, will not prevent you from succeeding there. Well, that's crazy, Brendan. So are you saying that just your hard work and commitment is <laughs> You're all doing it such is? a good job here. Yes, it's inspiring, isn't it? You're free to be your authentic self. Once you work at Ball, there are lots of groups to join uh, to represent your unique background. If you want to meet people, reach new career heights, get support. Ball supports groups like the Society of Women Engineers, as an example, and many others hang on brighton so you're telling me that you can lead in your own space and become unstoppable yes right now they're looking for people who have technical and mechanical skills to help them manufacture aluminum cans and bottles which they've been doing for a long time and by the way i don't know if you've heard they actually do that right here in colorado at their aluminum can manufacturer plant in golden right now you can text golden to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions you can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for golden that's jobs.ball.com and search for Golden or simply text Golden to 77222. Uh, fall is here. The pumpkins are out and Manscaped wants you to shave your balls. Uh, you can use the Lawnmower 4.0. I got that for free in my uh, performance package 4.0. Comes with a lot of great stuff. Uh, but I just want to recommend the tools that Manscaped gives you to get the men's grooming job done the right way. I think sometimes we put that off as men because we don't have the right tools for it. Once you get hooked up with Manscaped, that's no problem. Join the 20 million men worldwide, or the 2 million men worldwide, excuse me, uh, that have changed their lives by going to manscaped.com. And you can do that right now and use code DNVR to get 20% off plus free shipping. When you do, manscaped.com, stop shaving your balls with old rusty razors. That's their slogan, right? <laughs> He's so good. Uh, Green Mountain Dental Group is one of our longest standing partners. They're the best damn family owned dentist in the metro. And right now, you should know this by now if you are fans of the show, when you schedule an x-ray cleaning or exam, you walk out the door with a free Sonicare toothbrush. Google that right now. It should not be free. That's an insane deal. They're going to clean your teeth. They're going to give you a tool that helps you take care of your teeth so that you don't have to go back to the dentist too often. But when you do, you can trust that you're in the safe hands and uh, the hands of, of experienced dentists and also extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. Check out our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. All righty, we're back. Final Ooh. segment here. Um, this was a hype cast, Harrison. I don't yeah. know if uh, I don't know if you could hear us screaming and hooting and hollering here. It was a hype cast. The whole game was a hype cast. The whole game was a hype cast. It was pretty exciting. Um, Bull and Bones joining the the core would be fun. I'm here for that. I mean, we need to update the graphic on the 
most optimistic timeline. The, most, the brightest timeline. The brightest timeline. You, timeline. It's been so long you forgot you called it the most optimistic <laughs> timeline. The, the last version was with R.J. Hampton, I think. That is true. It was. But I feel like at Bones, it's even, I'm even more brighter. Bright, it's freaking brighter? bright right now. It's very it's bright. bright. Take us inside the locker room. So was it... Um, was the vibe pretty hyped? Was it pretty immaculate in the locker Michael room? Michael was pissed. I mean, was he really? <laughs> he was I love pissed. it. I That's love awesome, it. Yeah. dude. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's forget the hype cast. What is? Uh, I mean, Coach M- Malone threw some praise around, but uh, he, he was pissed about some things, like how they finished the game, the ball movement. He said only twenty assists. They usually average around twenty six assists per game. A lot of standing around. He said. So those are the things that that pissed him off, but. <laughs> I mean, he did have some great stuff to talk about. Uh, Bones Highland, he, he said he thought he had a really good night, obviously. He was one of our better players in camp. He said he can get to places on the court that a lot of guys can't. And for a young man coming out of college, Malone said, he said Bones is ahead of the curve. Yeah. And Bones is young. No, he's young. I, he's He spent two years in college, but I still think he even feels young for spending two years in college. Um, so Malone saying he's he- ahead of the curve is pretty cool. For Bull, uh, Malone said, I think the big thing for Bull is that most of his minutes that he played tonight, he played hard and he competed. Uh, he had five blocks. Malone said he thought he could have had a couple more, uh, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Malone also talked he said about that. How, what was the way he said that? Like, should have had a few more like or like he played yeah. so well, he could have even got more how well he was playing. I was thinking about that. I don't know. Um, I, I, I was asking the that same question Coach, follow-up question. When you say that, which yeah. one do you mean? Oh, I, I think he was happy with how Bowl played tonight. I really do. In he, the, he was happy with the effort, most of all. In the first segment, Brendan had some really good points, and he could have had more. <laughs> <laughs> if he had just stayed focused. What should I think of that tone? Oh. Yeah, try to figure it out. Nobody knows. Uh, Mike Malone on Aaron Gordon. Uh, when Aaron rebounds the ball... Our guard shouldn't be coming back looking for an outlet. So they want Aaron Gordon taking the ball uh, up the floor, making stuff happen. Zubots was on him earlier in the game, so they tried to get Gordon out on the perimeter, have him take advantage of that mismatch. And, and like that's what we saw. We saw Gordon attacking, you know, really going hard off the bounce, which, which was fun to see. Um, and then on Monte, you know, he, he thinks Monte is going to bounce back. I didn't even know, but six to one assist to turnover ratio tonight for Monte. So really? good there, but um, classic. Oh, a five from the field. Even yeah. in his bad games, he's just a yeah, six so one. He right. doesn't turn it over ever. <laughs> yeah. So that was Malone. Okay. All righty. Tell me, can we just go to Bones? I mean, the people are waiting. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> sure. the people are waiting. It's pretty late. They want one thing. Dude, if if anyone has the confidence of bones that he has in himself, like you're going to be probably successful in life. <laughs> I just feel like that. <laughs> bones Island goes, once I get in that bag, I feel like nobody can stop me. My ceiling is so high. I love that he said my ceiling, <laughs> my ceiling is so high. I don't, that's never been said. It's, it's just, I, I know so that high. that sentence is never my ceiling. Is. God, he's so no like cocky, like but in a disarming way. It's, like it's just an honor to be compared to Kevin Durant and Giannis yeah, and <laughs> uh, so he ditched the headband. I think it was after halftime he ditched the headband. And uh, he said the reason he wore the headband is because he didn't like how his hair looked. <laughs> but then That's he ditched it, started playing really well. What? So I doubt we're going to see the headband return. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. 
Well, do you, you guys? Ever wear, like, do you ever wear you a headband, like Dev? I did wear a headband for a little bit, but it wasn't like a headband for like sweat anything. I didn't even know what that was for. Uh, <laughs> I, don't think honestly, it, I don't know if it worked. I had like that. a large curl in high school, so it was like to push my hair back. Bro, I need a picture. Wait, of that. what? Yeah, we yeah. gotta get pictures I of this. Like Dev. A large, Hang on, like a big, big you curl, not a reveal, like that a just Jerry now. curl. And if you're like Facebook friends with Dev. Back. You have Send photos. You photos. got photos then. Yeah, MySpace days. You can MySpace. My space <laughs> I got to find his own MySpace. I'm gonna Google this. You guys would have not made my top eight. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would make the top eight. Damn it. Would D-Line have been the top eight? Absolutely. Oh, this is so Absolutely. frustrating. God, <gasps> unbelievable. Just because you guys whisper together on the couch. Alrighty. Uh, th- this was great from Bones. He was talking about his comfort level and just playing with more talent and spacing. Uh, right now than he did in college, obviously. And he said he's extremely comfortable. He's beyond comfortable. Uh, he said he always felt <laughs> like he had a league game in the chat. since he was younger. A league game. I've never heard that before. A what? A league game. Like, like an NBA, NBA game. An NBA game. You know what? There's something to be said for this. Totally. And, and this is the thing. And Harrison, you were the guy that was high on bones at the draft. And this was your guy. You were clamoring also for bones. And I think this was part of it. The idea of being at VCU, a mid, you know, small, a smaller right. school, and playing with a bunch of guys who aren't NBA caliber guys, aren't really you know top level guys, so you you have a crowded court. Then going to an NBA where it's like you have a wide open court, you got Michael Porter stretching the court for you. All of a sudden now the paint's wide open, and that's the thing with him tonight is he really is good at getting into the paint. Like he's just good at yeah. getting to that spot. He dances, and he's got a good step back, True. so you have to play him up. And if you play up too far. He just gets right right around you. And some of his finishes at the rim tonight. Great I mean, and far, Oh, that, that left was, that lefty might make an appearance here was, coming up as well. far we'll more of that out. than the threes, too, you know, which yeah, is the he didn't first even thing to talk about. And right? he almost yeah. led the team in scoring <laughs> off the bench. Uh, we got Porter and we got Bull also Kay. tonight, guys. All righty. Uh, let's go to Bull. Bull was honestly, like, more open than I might have ever seen him. Hmm. So I, I thought that was notable. In what ways? I want to hear how so. Well, just like he had the longest quotes tonight that he's oh. probably ever had. Okay. The Bulls very just gets to the point. Okay. You know, in his answers a lot. Doesn't waste a lot of time. Um, he he was kind of reflective tonight uh, because Malone was talking about how, you know, the biggest thing with him is effort and playing hard. And Bull was, was pretty candid and was just like, yeah, in the past I haven't done that, but um, I'm really making an effort to do that now. And, you know, guys are getting in my ear and telling me if I play hard on defense, I can do what I want on offense. And he said uh, he's seeing progress with, with all the work he's put in these last two years. He said, I love basketball, so it's just really fun for me to be out there. He also said he's trying to, like, just be more positive. That's great to Man. Be more positive. That's, like, number one on the get list. down of, on himself. Yeah. Yeah. He sees Bones' positive energy, and he's like, wow, I got <laughs> right, get in on this. I got to get in on right. this, man. Bones never hugged me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh that my hug. Be more hug. positive. If you don't know, Nuggets Twitter posted out a picture of it was two frames, two different frames of a, bo- a shirtless Bones and a shirted uh, Michael Malone hug, and it was like a thing of beauty. It was gorgeous. Iconic. It was iconic, really. Bull also said he's asking more questions now. He he just like I said, he was really candid. He was like, "That's something I wasn't doing in the past a lot." Now so, he's asking a lot of questions. And look, like people a lot of people thought like you guys are bull haters, right? Like you you're so negative on him. Didn't you see him do the the turnaround? Like part of it was, you know, 
we see some of the defensive lapses that he's had in the past, but a lot of it is also just from talking to different people, getting a sense of what's going on. And, you know, it, that was exactly it. Just disengaged, you know, doesn't seem like, Hey, it, he, yes. he wants to put in the rep requisite work. So when you say that he's asking questions to me, yeah. that's like a big deal to me. I'm like, okay, that's full engagement from him. It's a lot of progress from, from where he was, you know, no player's talented enough to just skate through in the, in the modern NBA. Like, it takes hard work to get there, and I, uh, I'm excited to see it. I thought he was very good tonight. I thought Bull Bull was very good yeah. tonight. Well, I, something we talked about with Bones is he's always asking questions. I mean, that, <laughs> I that's something that. that Monte told me in, in training camp. Mm. He's always in my ear, always asking questions. Tonight, Bones, his seat on the bench was in between <laughs> the Nuggets' two lead assistants. Yeah. It's Michael Malone's seat. Yeah. So he, maybe he's taking cues from Bones, like you said. I love it. Okay. Uh, let's see what else from Bull. He said he was most proud of playing through his mistakes tonight. And Malone's telling him to be year. aggressive. Take the first shot that he gets. Still could be better at that. End. That's like one critique I could have him is he had a couple shots where he'd like hesitate and then either travel or do something. Yeah, that was like, hey, just put it up, man. Get yeah. it up. It was good to hear Malone kind of talk about him positively tonight. Like there's a lot of the tough love stuff, but now you're hearing Bulls responding to some of it or at least seemingly so. Then you want to see that rewarded, right? And you want him to feel like, oh, when I do what they ask, you know, what, what's asked of me, everyone gets behind me, and, mm-hmm. and and that confidence can get rolling. You know, Malone's going to nail that. I do. I mean, you're right. It was great, but like, that's, if there's that's one thing, I'm like, Malone's going to nail it. What he does, the carrot and stick routine. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> uh, Michael Porter. Let's get to it. Michael Porter on Aaron Gordon and just the chemistry between those two. He said they're pretty close off the court. And he thinks that carries over onto the court. And they've also just been playing together on the same team throughout all of camp. So he, he thinks that chemistry is definitely building. <laughs> he was just asked about his offense and the points he scored tonight and how he felt about it. And he goes, tonight was pretty easy. A lot of open shots. <laughs> <laughs> this guy rules. Yeah. Uh, he had this great quote about Bones Highland. He said, Bones is sick. We were all like, that dude can really, really, really play. He's one of the quickest guys I've ever seen. He carries himself like he's been here before. He doesn't care who he's up against. And he kind of compared that to how he was when he came to the league. Of course he, he just, did. Ha- of course, right? <laughs> he just had the utmost confidence and didn't care who he was playing against. Gosh, I can't believe we drafted a super team. This is incredible. <laughs> we? <Yeah. laughs> I can't believe Jim Connolly drafted Tim, Tim hit me up. He's like, hey, what do you think of Bosch? Yeah. You know what? You got to take him. If he's yeah. available, you got to go. He's got to go both. I remember that. Do you remember what that one? do you think one? we're talking yeah. about when we hang out with Tim? He's yeah, asking us like, what to do. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> don't take Jaden Springer, Tim. Just <laughs> yeah. don't, don't take him. Yeah, we were big on that. <laughs> I can't believe every year the dumbest. <laughs> Jaden Tune into our draft <laughs> coverage next year. <laughs> Oh, let's see what else from Mike. You had a connecting the dots quote that you yes. pointed out. He talked about Bull and Mike's message. He says to Bull has been, if you block shots uh, and play defense, you'll get a chance to play your game on offense. And he said, Bull seems like he's really starting to connect the dots and just, I, I think everything, you know, like what the Nuggets are trying to do on the floor, but also the off the court stuff we talked about and just kind of the intangibles, not getting down on himself, playing hard. Showing some resiliency. But yeah, connecting the dots. The standout quote. I love it. I man. think for sure. Connecting the dots. I gotta say, we're gonna hear some of these same lines and terms with Bowl all year long. Just like buckle up for playing through mistakes and resiliency. Maybe. I'm not saying that he's not gonna get better at it. I'm just saying Do you think it was meaningful that he played ahead of Zeke and Vlad Vladko today? 
Um, like meaningful as in, do I think that's going to carry over to the regular season? I'm just saying, is that a depth chart, a peek into the depth chart? I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no. Agreed with one. Not that you asked me. I think it was meaningful. There's no way. First off, he's just, he's not behind those guys. So it just makes it like tough to like put like for him to actually jump over them right now. Like, it's like, Hey, we're going to reward you for your hard work. Let's keep this up and the momentum going. It's so funny because Lacko is solid. Zeke could be solid someday. Like that's like the thing with him. And then Bola is like probably never going to be solid, but (laughs) he's freaking awesome when he's awesome. Like, you know, so I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, The other thing from Mike, he was talking about like how he wants to be smarter on offense uh, this season and, you know, um, kind of play differently on offense based on who's guarding him. Like we've talked about this mid post thing with Mike a lot, how he's adding that to his yeah. game. And tonight in the post game, he was saying how you know, when I've got a small when I've got a smaller guy on me, like I'm going to the mid post way more than I have in the past. Like I'm using my height and I'm using my frame to try to get easy looks that way. We saw a little of that tonight in that yeah. mid post area. I like how Porter just states this stuff because the end game is to shoot over the top anyway. It doesn't really matter if he thinks you know what he's going to do. Yeah, <laughs> Put himself yeah. in a position to shoot right over you. Yeah. That's all I got, guys. Oh, that was some good stuff, man. This yeah. was like an A-plus first preseason game. Let's close it out by doing a little rate the highlight. There were some highlights tonight, guys. Let's rate the highlights together. By the way, play along with us in the chat there. I want to oh. see what your rates are, what Beautiful. your ratings are. You could- Deb, you go ahead and do this. I'll just critique your guys's your guys's ratings. I'll just critique <laughs> this, you guys. This might be worse. That sounds right. That sounds about right. That sounds right. I right? just remembered how this show works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get the first one. What do we have here, Kale? The computer's getting weird. Oh, someone's in excuse mode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's berate Kale. Kale's gonna kill me one day. I'm just gonna preemptively rate that Faku pass. <laughs> All right, here we here we go. All right, what do we have here? A little Bones Highland. Okay. Already got you. Up and a little lefty jelly and a flex game. Look at this. That was one of a couple he had with the left. Oh, and then this one. I guess this is a multi highlight reel. I love it, man. All right, let's rate both of these finishes. These are tough finishes, fellas. These are tough finishes. Go nine. Six? Is that upside down? Did you grab sure. the wrong one? No. <laughs> so, he got him in the air with the pump fake. Like right, he had a guy right. jump at a shot. Uh, six. How impressed am I by the rookie doing it? Nine. <laughs> Look at him trying to make up. How, for this. how do I rate the highlights we just played? Six. That was a great highlight. That's a rookie. He threw the up contest. a one-handed. Bones oh, weighs a like a hundred pounds, and he went through contact. I was impressed. Well, that play I was, was impressed. actually like pretty. He he had the pump fake. That it was got all the guy. good. Then he like did the hezzy to slow down the defense, so to change the pace. Then he finishes it with the listen, left hand. And listen, one. guys, there's got to be room for growth. If that's a nine, <laughs> oh, all right. If that's a nine. Here, here's what here's what we have to do. We have to get a a basketball goal at. In the parking lot, we have to just buy one and, and move it there. And then whenever he does something, some bullshit like this, we're, <laughs> we're gonna go film him recreating the highlight here, like to see what happens. All right, a six. All right, so uh, what do we have coming up next? Is that we playing it? CA kid. Oh, there's a that's a highlight. That's a highlight. It was not Hartenstein's for the reference. Is that Giles? Maybe the worst defender in the entire NBA. 
But it doesn't matter. Oh, Uncle oh, Jeff. The oh, tan too. Is it Giles? Is it Giles? Is it Giles? I'm not even kidding. I saw I, I saw like five plays in training camp total from in practice, like five plays. Yeah. One of them was Hold that exact play. A Jeff Green dunk down the middle of the lane. That's awesome. I saw that play. So is that why it's only a nine to you? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it before. <laughs> I saw it live. It's awesome. Well, it's a 10. The Nuggets don't have guys that can do things like that. We right. have not seen plays like that. It was insane. Hey, so actually think about this. We talked about putting athletes around Jokic. It's weird that Jeff Green, like, but he is. I mean, he's a good athlete. So you got Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., and Jermichael Green, who's also, you know, he's not like a great athlete, but he can get up. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good athletic core now all of a sudden around him. I mean, think about it. We've had like Gallo and... You know, you've had some not not so athletic guys in the past. Gal's a good player, but not a hyper athlete. So sure. I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. All right, what else we got? All right, this one comes from Katie Wingy. Okay, bowl. All right, out on the break. Sure, little oh behind the back. Oh, little cross. Let's get it, dude. <laughs> is that Canard again? Oh yeah. Everybody it's, just picking it's always on Luke Canard. That is a hilarious. Oh my <laughs> gosh, look at this thing again. The swoop. Oh, that's a hell of a move. And then a little swoop. That's a tough finish too, man. I'll go finish. ten. Why not? Deb the hater. What are we doing here? That's more ludicrous than mine was. Look at every. You hated on one. He hated on one. Now Deb's hating on one. I mean, that's like a, that's like a like a little league play, like where the guy just goes like <laughs> on his own like was, thing, and he just finishes it. Like I know the other team smacked their lips when it went in because they're like, how the hell did that go in? I mean, it's impressive to see a guy. I mean, it was that a, a layup. Big. Be able to do it, but it's a yeah, it's a, but it's a wild layup. Like he's, it was he's, a right-handed he's, layup. He's leaning away, he throws it up. Yeah, also you said it. It's basic. It's a layup. It's a layup. So but everything, everything that went into that. Actually, you, you made my point. It's it's a layup. Ridiculous. I can't believe it. Wow, what, what a journey with Devin. <laughs> real journey. All right, what do we have? We have another one. I think we got one more. Oh god. One more. We know which one this one is. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. Let's see where are we going with this. Right side. Nope, we're going around. Oh, oh and then let's finish the little reverse. I am excited. Oh my gosh, let's see this angle. Oh my Hell God. yeah! Double bouncer. Oh my goodness, we're giving this one ten. Seven hundred and ten. Seven hundred and ten. This one was elite. Who tries that? Faku. Fuck. Over and over again. You guys know Wob has the the threat of yeah. him throwing these ridiculous bounce passes. So that pass is in, it's insane. Really, you you don't try those type of things. Also, do you practice those type of things? Yeah, Faku like, does. How how does other guys <laughs> know he's gonna make like try that pass? And then also that's in a real game. Like there's there's no way your mind should just be in the middle of the play. Say hey, I'm gonna throw it and then I'm gonna just put like spin mm-hmm. on it and this guy's gonna be there and the other guy's not gonna be quick enough to get to this path. It's insane. I'm calling myself out too. Next time you ask me which nugget I'm excited to watch and I leave Faku off the list, just <laughs> throw something at throw me. Throw something at yeah. you, man. Oh with five from the field. Guys, this was an incredible <laughs> uh first game of the preseason. We got four more preseason, eighty two more regular season. <laughs> like go. we're just getting started. I've got the energy. I'm refreshed. I'm feeling it. Um, one down eighty six to go. Uh, then that's before <laughs> playoffs when it really begins the real season so this was a lot of fun guys thank you so much 400 plus diehards in the live chat at midnight after midnight right now oh, I miss on this. a monday i miss it too so you guys are the real ones hit that like button before you you take off guys and uh yeah we got another game wednesday again come down to the dmvr bar um we'll see everybody then adios 
If you're looking to go back to school, maybe finish up your undergrad degree, or maybe you've already gotten your undergrad, you're looking to go back to school and get another degree, MSU Denver Online is really the best option that you could ask for. Super affordable, and they give you a great education. A lot of the teachers at MSU Denver Online actually work in the field that they're teaching. So it's a great networking opportunity as well. And like I said, it's really affordable. MSU Denver Online is also offering free application fees. So you can use DNVR Sports to waive your application fee at MSU Denver Online if you're signing up for maybe classes in the upcoming fall semester. So no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver Online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.